Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Back. Just got back from Turkey yesterday. Um, got back from Peru on Tuesday, left for Turkey on Friday, got back yesterday now. Now I am at home in, uh, in Hungary. 
So what we're talking about today is, you know, tapping into your potential. Simple steps for tapping into your potential. There's a lot of people out there that say a lot of things about potential. And for me, in my life, the word simple is basically my credo. Keep everything simple. I don't care what it is. Relationships, um, business, discussions, points and tips and everything like it. Just keep it simple. You know, we, we love to hear ourselves talk sometimes. We love to hear how smart we are and we love to hear, you know, putting our degrees to use or whatever it is that, that we like to do. I'm sure you all know what I'm talking about here. Um, and one of the things about keeping it simple is it's sort of what um, has to do with what TM just said about how we like to see some people come and we like to see some people go. Um, I'm sure that's right. I'm sure there's times in life where you want to be like, oh, Jesus, I can't stand this person, whatever. But it's your choice to be there, you know. And so everything's a choice in the end, isn't it? So if you're with people that you don't, you would like to see ushered out or you're around people that you would like to see ushered out, well, then that has more to do with you than it has to do with them. Because number one, why is a person outside of you bothering the inside of you? And number two, if you're putting yourself in that situation, well, then it's voluntary. So ask yourself why you're doing that. That's just my opinion on that. I don't worry about things like that. <laughs> I really don't. Because when you op operate at a higher frequency, you automatically repel those people that are negative and that don't need to be in your surroundings. They will be, if, if you will, maybe intimidated. Or they will feel like, okay, we're, I, I just don't jive with this person. But the higher your frequency, the more selective it becomes because only those with that frequency will match, your, will match you and show up for you. So that's just something that I live by. And whether it's in a plane on the way back from Turkey or wherever it is, I always attract the people at my frequency. And it's just astonishing. The more you do this, the more you focus on your frequency and frequency means what is my attitude that I'm putting out to the world? What's my, what's my vibe? What's my, my, my jive? What is it that I'm putting out to the world? Am I certain enough about who I am to be that solid post that solid foundation where others were are like, wow, I just, I, I think that I just need to talk to that guy or I need to work with that guy or well, something about this guy. And, and so I wanted to talk about tapping into your potential that way. Because first of all, tapping into your potential means you have to, your true potential means you have to be true to who you are. But unfortunately, most people don't know who they are. I'm not talking about what you do or your title, your task. I'm a father. I'm a CEO. No, I'm not talking about that title, nothing. I'm talking about who are you? And I can tell you right now, most everyone in the room can't say who they are in a few words. It would be more of a description and not pinpointed because you've never asked yourself this question. And most people don't ask themselves this question. Like, who am I really? So when you know who you are for real, you can find your genius in a specific area. And that's where the potential lies. You know, we like to look at potential as, wow, it's, it's this huge thing that's out there. We can do anything we want. Like, yeah, but what is anything? It's like, I want to date somebody. Well, who's somebody? And somebody, anybody. Would you, would you ever say that? I want to date anybody. Of course not. So what's your potential? Where, where, how can you hone in on your potential? You hone in your potential through your identity. That's where the potential lies. And once you understand your genius, you are then 100% certain of your ability to deploy, to deploy that genius in any given situation 
and your and and certainty of course is what closes more deals creates more opportunities and gains you a massive wave of success and amazing people around you that want to work with you and be with you why because your frequency is higher because you know who you are you know your genius and you're certain that you can deploy that genius in any given situation and just a few examples i mean I, as i was traveling back from turkey yesterday the first one well when i was in the hotel i, I went to a hotel for four days and was visiting with a person and uh every time i walked through the hotel people would come up to me and ask me questions and i'm like well, what, what? You know, they all thought i worked there right it wasn't because how i was dressed it was because i was walk how i was walking through the lobby or walking through the restaurant or whatever i just own my presence and that's not arrogance it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a frequency that i put out uh automatically because i know who i am and i know where my power lies and i'm certain of my abilities in any given situation and so when you do that you own the room you own the plane you own the wherever it is you go and that's why it's called the humble alpha the, our book that we wrote is because you're humble on the outside but alpha on the inside and then alpha on the inside is what radiates that frequency it isn't a macho on the outside macho on the out, outside everyone knows is a mask so you know that's just one, like one of the examples and another example was I was sitting on in the in the, in the plane uh business class super cheap and um uh, a guy sat down beside me and uh, he started talking to me and he asked me what I do and I told him about the humble alpha as you know I probably would you probably know I would and uh this guy was uh, one of the one of the wealthiest guys in Turkey apparently and I, I looked him up and he seems to be um and he started asking me questions like well how do you know like how do you know what decisions to make when it comes to business and relationships and this is a guy I just met because when I explained it to the humble alpha he's like wow that's amazing I want to I need to do I need to own my presence I need to know what that means and he starts talk, talking about relationships and all these kind of things and um how to find the right woman and that you know the woman that he always went for the most beautiful women and they ended up being shallow and now he's with a woman who's not so beautiful and she's amazing but he's not you know excited all this kind of stuff like just personal personal stuff from this like you know super wealthy guy and um and and, and he said why man why is it so easy to talk to you I feel like you're you're just you just know so much th so many things I said no I don't I just keep it simple what's the feeling you have inside why do you have that feeling and what can you do about it there's three things we can do in life receive what's out there make a decision what to do with it and let go of everything else that doesn't serve us that's life right there and it comes down to one decision do you want to be happy or not do you really want to be happy if you want to be happy then be freaking happy it, it's really that simple be happy be happy you know we can sit here all day and say don't do this and don't do that and you can't do this and you can't do that and you can't do this or this that and the other or you can say do this you can do that or, or i can do this change it up switch it up go to the positive drop the negative and then i'm sitting there in the next plane so i transferred well anyway so we headed off we're going out we're going out for dinner in, in uh, istanbul and uh, ne next month when i fly back to turkey and Turkey's only an hour and a half away, by the way, just in case you're wondering. Um, so I get on the next plane from Istanbul to Budapest, and I sit beside this woman sits beside me, a beautiful woman, beautiful woman, uh, in her mid-50s, just beautiful. And uh, we started talking, and she asked me what I do. <laughs> and um, um, I told her, humble alpha and this kind of stuff. And she started talking to me about her two ex-husbands, and that she lives in Hollywood, and she's a film producer. And then I, I realized who it was. I didn't know who she was by view, but I knew her name. Very well 
very, very famous film producer. And uh, so I'm talking to her about um, Humble Alpha and this, that, and the other. And then she starts talking about her, her, her marriages and why they failed. And I talked about my marriage. And we had a, a fantastic conversation. And, um, and, and she said, but you're very, um, she said, you're very something like to the, to the degree you're very forward, but you're not aggressive or arrogant or like macho, but you're very masculine. And I was like, well, well, thank you. <laughs> it's funny you say that. It's a, it's a, it's something interesting to say on an airplane. Anyway, she said, and this here comes, it just blew me away. It was funny. She said, um, I have a friend, I think you would like to, uh, that would like you, um, I was like, okay, you're going to match make me here on the plane. And she said, I said, I'm not, I'm not really into that. I sort of, you know, do my own thing. And she said, no, but I think you'd like this one. And she gave me the name of the, I'm not going to say who it is, but it's a very, very famous actress who I always thought was beautiful. And she said, yeah, come to LA and I'll introduce you to and set you up for a date. I was like, what the heck? Right. So that's just an example of people that you attract to you that fulfill things that you couldn't fulfill on your own because of the certainty that you have in your message and your, in your, in your genius and your ability and your certainty to deploy that genius. They feel it. They see it. They want to be a part of it. They, they, they want to contribute to the power that you have inside to that foundation that you've built inside of you through that certainty. Look guys, I, it's, it's, I mean, if, 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 if I break it down, Everything, life, like I said, the three things. Receive what's out there, make a decision about what you want to do with that, and then let go of anything that doesn't serve you. Be certain of your ability to, to deploy your genius in any, any given situation, and you do that by knowing who you are. Who are you? So if you haven't read our book yet, Unleash Your Humble Alpha, go to Audible, go to Amazon, grab the book, do the first chapter at least, and that'll show you your, your identity. And I promise you, once you know your identity, your performance, your revenue, your earnings, your ability to be more agile will be 10, 20, 30x. I promise you. Once you know what your talents are, you can be certain of those talents because they're yours. Nobody else's. And once you're certain, you start attracting people into your life, business into your life, opportunities into your life, deals that just change everything. You might be thinking this is a bunch of hocus pocus or whatever, nice to though, but you know, I come from a, a mobile home in Pennsylvania. Ask Monica, my cousin. She's on stage here, three rows below me. And I, I don't have anything, I didn't do anything special in my life to make me smart or powerful or. You know, I didn't, I didn't earn billions of dollars or I don't, you know, uh, have a private jet or none of that stuff. Like I can't talk shit about what I have, right? I have what I have and that's fine with me. So everything that I have is inside of me. The power that I have inside of me, the foundation I have inside of me, the absolute certainty that wherever I go in life, and it doesn't matter what country, it doesn't matter what situation, I know I can deal with it. I know I can deploy my genius to navigate any situation that I'm in. And I do it all the time. I do it all the time. I was in Peru, not this time, but last time, and a car flipped over in front of us and trapped the man inside. And there's there's probably 20 or 30 Peruvians out there screaming and yelling and did just, you know, chaos. 
And uh, I got, I said, guys, let's go. There was eight of us. I said, there's maybe six of us. I said, guys, let's go get off the bus. We got off the bus, walked out. I moved everybody away from the car. I said, all right, grab the car on three. We're going to flip it over. One, two, three, flipped it over, pulled the guy out and we got in the bus and drove off. Right. Certain. I was certain that we could do it. I didn't, I didn't worry about, okay, okay. Who's here and who's in charge. And no, we're doing this shit. We're doing this. We're going to go out. We're going to save it. And then we're going to go boom, done. And that's what we did. And you can only do that when you know 100% and you're certain 100% that you can deal with any situation. Otherwise you're looking to the outside for cues, for tips, right? For tricks or whatever it is that you're, you're, you're waiting for an impulse to make something happen, right? Look, potential is relative. It really is. Unless you take action, you'll never know if what you thought was potential really is potential, right? You, if, unless you take action, what is it? It's just a big space in front of you. So what's potential about in the end? For me, potential is about filling the space you're given. You do that with taking imperfect action, co-creating with the world around you and creating the world that you want to live in. And humans have the unlimited potential to fill the space they are given. It's only ever a choice away. It's only ever a decision away. You decide, period, period, period. You decide. Nobody else. If you let others decide, I, I, I hate to say it, but yeah, um, you're sort of uh, <laughs> a slave. You're sort of a slave. And that's sad. And I've been there. So that's, uh, that's something that we none of us need. Filling the space is funny. If you think about it, a goldfish, right? If you take a goldfish, put it in a fish bowl, it stays the same size, like maybe about an inch long. If you put it into the river, it'll get about a foot long because it fills the space it's given. Humans are the same way. I was sitting one time, I may have told the story, but bear with me. I may have um, told the story of, I was, nah, we'll skip that. Okay, <laughs> I already told that story anyway. So. Yeah, filling the space you're given. That's that's what it's all about. So everything's just a choice away. And again, don't procrastinate. Don't wait. Don't look for others to carry you. And don't freaking quit. Right? Or I could say, instead of don't procrastinate, make it happen. Right? If I and Or I could say, instead of saying don't wait, take, take action. Or I could say, don't look for others to carry you. Instead of that, I could say, you can do it on your own. Carry it yourself and don't quit. There's a difference in the way, it makes a difference in the way we talk to ourselves. That internal dialogue makes a huge difference on how we navigate our days. And without the, the ability to be certain of your abilities to navigate any situation, um, you're, you're going to be, how do I say it, subject to the outside world and all of the ridiculous influences that are out there that have zero to do with you, zero to do with your core values, zero to do with your principles, and zero to do with what you actually want. But you're reacting to them. Why? Because you have to, according to society. Now, I've spoken about this before, but we are not our mind. The mind is an organ, right? And that mind, uh, the brain, 
um, is programmed from the outside world, from childhood and from past generations. We are our consciousness, and our consciousness is actually not even ours because it's you know it's energy that never energy can't be created and it can't be destroyed. So we're our consciousness, we're not our mind. So if we realize that we can separate our consciousness from our mind and look at our mind as a third party and see that all those things that we're worrying about and stressing about and caring about and reacting to, um, most of them aren't even real because they haven't happened yet. They're just thoughts and thoughts aren't real. They can become real if you keep having them. And so when you can separate yourself from that, you're like, wait a second. Okay, so here I am. I'm a, I'm a human being. I have unlimited potential. In order to fill that potential, I need to take action. In order to take action, I need to know where to take action. So I need to know what my genius is. In order to find my genius, I need to find my identity. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. I promise you, if you read the book, Unleash Your Humble Alpha, you can read that book and live the rest of your life incredibly. Because it's an operating system for anyone and anywhere. It was written for men, yes. I, I, I wrote it for men because I wanted and marketing uh, to market it to men so that all the women would say, hey, what about women? And it worked. And we sell about six, six, 60 to 65% of our books go to women, which is a target market anyway. So, um, you know, if you read that book and actually do the action steps, it's only five, five chapters. It will change your life. I promise you that. And if it doesn't, I'll give you your money back. I don't care. Like, seriously, it will change your life. There's no one that has read that book that hasn't said to me, holy shit, incredible. And it's not, and this is, here, here's the trick. I didn't write it as a book. I didn't write it to be what it is. I didn't, I didn't write it to be anything specific. I just told my story and how I live. And Lane too, my business partner. We just talked about how we live every day and it's turned into this book and this book has turned into college curriculum and it's changing lives all over the world. And that's because that's who we are. It's not something we put together to try to look clever or try, you know, try to make money because you sure as hell don't make any money on books unless you're, you know, New York Times bestseller or whatever. Um, it, it isn't about that. It's about living your truth. And my truth is written in those words in that book. And that's why it carries so well because it's, it's, tangible, applied knowledge, none of it's theory. I do it every day. That's how I live. That's what I do. And so all of you out there, a lot of you who I know, we let ourselves get taken away by these thoughts of the world around us and the things that we have to do and what we're, what we're, you know, we have to do, or we don't have to do, or we're supposed to do, or not supposed to do. And I'm like, who gives a damn? As long as you are acting from a place of integrity and you're not hurting anyone, your actions and your words will be taken seriously. It doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter what you do, as long as you're not hurting anyone and you're coming from a core, from your place of core values and morals, you can say anything and no one will have anything on you because the energy behind your words is your truth, a truth. You're not imposing on anyone. You're not trying to change anybody's opinion. This is what I think. This is what I believe. And it's coming from a place of integrity and core and core values. I'm not hurting anyone. Well, there you go. That's freedom, my friends. That is absolute freedom. When I know that whoever's sitting in front of me, I can say whatever I feel and not have to worry about 
if I'm going to offend them or upset them, or maybe I can't say this, or maybe I can't say, I, I don't think like that. That's just all wasted time, wasted space, wasted mind energy, energy in your mind. It reminds me of something I read the other day, um, or the other week, and that I've put into practice that um, said, you know, I, you heard me say energy can't be uh, created and can't be destroyed, so it's always there. So why are we tired? If that's the case, why, why, why do we get tired? Well, we get tired because the body um, is a, a, a container in which we live, <laughs> if you will. <clears throat> the body gets tired, but that doesn't mean you have to be tired. And I'll, I'll, be, I'll be damned, when you actually meditate on that or concentrate on that, you can up your energy in seconds. You can increase your energy in seconds and suddenly you're not tired anymore. It's pretty pretty crazy. Um, and so if energy can't be created and can't, and can't be destroyed, everything that we implement or put into play or put into action will continue to move. So whether it's good or bad, it will continue to move. Right? Yeah. How you act is how you attract, says William Fitzgerald. Indeed, brother. Indeed. So I know I'm sort of a little bit, uh, I don't know what you want to call it today, a little bit, a little bit more reflective, maybe. A lot of changes going on in life, as you know, um, you know, with separation and uh, the kids and now, you know, with someone in Turkey, it's like, goodness gracious, like I can't complicate it anymore. Plus the, the acquisition of the new company in Switzerland as well. It's adding another country to the mix. <laughs> um, so I think a lot um, about, well, let's say, I don't want to say think, I ponder a lot uh, about what I'm feeling and what, what is going on in me to actually make these decisions to do what I'm doing. And, you know, a lot of times I don't know what the outcome is and, and I really don't care what the outcome is because I know that I'm acting in certainty in alignment with my morals and values and it feels good and it feels right and then, then I'm going to do it and I don't care about the outcome because... Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. If I'm doing the right thing based on morals and values, I'm not hurting anybody, well then it's going to produce something wonderful, isn't it? And just the belief that it can produce something wonderful is enough to actually make it produce something wonderful. And that's the beauty of the mind. If you know how to separate yourself from the mind, not allow it to emotionally affect you and use it to your advantage. That's why we, we want to, like, you know, Joe Dispenza, re rewire your brain or reframe your brain, whatever it's called. That's the first book I ever read of his back when I was in the monastery in Austria, living with monks. I read that 520-page book. Uh, and it, it's about rewiring your brain to heal yourself, to be more successful, to be more certain of who you are. Because I can promise you this. Once you become certain of who you are, you can do anything you want. And you know what? You will do anything you want because you're certain you can. So why wouldn't you? People ask me all the time, how did you get to do all these things that you did? 
you know, Mick Jagger worked for him, Olivia Newton-John, Andrea Bocelli, European Parliament, you know, just you name it, all these big companies, PLCs, NASDAQ companies. I had no business doing any of that stuff because I wasn't qualified, didn't have any experience in the music industry or the film industry or the, uh, you know, uh, the acting, in, uh, nothing. But I did it all because I knew I could. And I just went out and did it. And people ask me, like, well, why didn't you make a career out of it? Because I didn't want to make a career out of it. I just wanted to do it. Check it off my list. <laughs> Acting, check. Singing, check. Management, check. You know, just, <laughs> you know, working for the Stones, check. Just things I wanted to do. And the only way I could do it is if I didn't walk up there begging and asking and hoping and praying and, you know, fan fanboying my way uh, in, into all these people. It would have never worked. I was certain, like, you, like, this is what you got. This is your problem. Here's my solution. Let's work together. And it always worked. And, I, you know, if there's any reason I'm in this room every week since the very beginning, less and less more late, lately, except for my segment, which I cherish, and thank you all for showing up always. It's always a true pleasure. If there's one reason that I show up, it's because the way that I feel about my life, I don't want to say the life I live because it's all relative, but the way I feel about the way that I live and in my life is a feeling that I want everybody to have. If there's, I mean, I, I wake up every day so grateful for my experiences, my family, my love, loves in my life, you know, that it's just, it's overwhelming. I, I wake up and I mean, even today I woke up, I'm alone. My kids aren't here yet. And uh, I woke up completely alone in a, empty apartment basically and uh i'm happy man like i'm i'm super happy and i want i want you guys to feel that way i'm not saying you're not i just want that calm solid peace where you know you know what it doesn't matter what happens today because i'm i'm good to go and i will deal with it i will make it all happen i just got a message today when i was sitting here um right before uh from the tax authorities in germany which is where my one of my tax residences are, and I, I owe them 40K back taxes. And I was like, all right, let me take care of this. <laughs> Wrote him a letter, you know, told him how I'm going to pay it, and I'm not worried about it. It doesn't bother me at all. Big deal. What, you know, money is, again, energy. So if I put that energy to, to, to use in a, in, a, in a positive way, well, then it's going to come out positively. There's nothing you can't do. There's nothing you can't do. There's nothing you can deal with. Nothing has to upset you. Nothing has to make you mad. Nothing has to make you depressed. Nothing. Nothing at all. You know, it's like when I left Turkey, um, the the woman that I was leaving said, oh, man, you know, oh, I'm going to miss you and all this kind of stuff. And I said, well, why don't you think about what, 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 what we had before you think about what we don't have? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why put yourself in a situation where you're, where you're, you're sad or negative? You can always flip the script, always change it around, always be better, always be positive. Like TM said, what comes along with that is you always leave people in a better place than when you met them. Whether it's one minute, an hour, a day, a year, whatever. Always leave them in a better place than when you met them. You do that, your life's going to be much better, much more fulfilling. So, as you know, I don't script these these statements. I don't write anything down. Some, sometimes I do, but very rarely I write anything down. If I write anything down, it's usually what TM said so I could play upon it. Um, and these, this is all just coming from the heart just for you guys. Like I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you right now, you, 
specifically. I'm not presenting. I'm talking to you. You can probably tell in my voice and the lack of structure that that I really am just I'm just riffing, as they call it, or flowing. Because I want I want to make a difference in the world. You know, I want I want to make a, a real difference in person to person to person. I don't need that famous big blanket thing. I just I just want that person to person change. I want, I want you to walk away from this room every every week and go, okay, I can put that to use. What Stephen just said, I can I can implement it into my life, and I can feel better about what I do. I can be a better person. I can be more successful. Whatever it is that you're you're that you're seeking, and that's just my that's my my basically goal. As you know, many of you, uh, my life mission is to create radiant value that elevates others to a higher frequency. That's my life mission. What's your life mission? Do 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 you know your life mission? You know, so. It's little things, guys and gals. It's little things that make the biggest difference. You hear that all the time, but true. Just knowing who you are, what your what your identity is, what your purpose is, what your what your genius is, that you can fulfill that potential through the certainty in your genius and a certainty to deploy that genius. That's just that's the game right there. That's that's the whole game. That's it. That's life. Period. And of course, the three things we talk about, receive, decide, let go. You're saying, Stephen, but man, life is so much more complicated. Well, if you say it is, well, then guess what? It is. The universe always delivers. My life is complicated. Okay, here you go. Here's complicated life. You know, there's, 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 um, successful people in the world, the billionaires, right? They're not more talented than you. They're not, they're not smarter than you. Maybe they're not, you know, just in the right place at the right time. They have one ability that most people don't have. And that's, they can deal with, with extreme high levels of stress. The way you deal with high levels of stress is you don't let it stress you by not letting those thoughts about what's happening get emotional. That's why I said, separate your, your consciousness from your mind. And to do everything that I'm talking about right now, to do everything that I'm talking about right now, it's going to be really difficult to do it on your own. It really is. Huh? Really, really is. So grab yourself a coach, grab yourself a, a advisor, whatever it is that you want to do and get it done. You want to change your life. You want to make a difference. You want to just make things happen. Be successful. Get out of your rut. Move forward. Well, then, you need help. Everyone does. And that's the number one key to my success, if you want to call it that, success, um, is asking for help. I ask for help every single day in every single situation. I've actually never, I was thinking about this the other day, I've actually never owned a company on my own. I'm always with a partner because I always want help in certain areas where I can't be the best. So ask for help all the time. It's your life, man. This is your life. It's not somebody else's life. You're a mom, of course. You're a dad, of course. But it's still your life. It's your life. You make the decisions. You're deciding right now not to be the best version of yourself if you're not becoming the best version of yourself. You're deciding right now 
to have less money than you think you're worth because you're accepting it. Ouch. Right? Ouch. Ouch. Yes. And it's, it's a, it's a scary thing to look at, but I, I, I just want to make it very clear. Everything is your decision. Everything is your decision. Linnell, I'm fine. Thank you very much. I'm just very reflective today. Linnell, Linnell Burns, my guardian angel and spiritual coach, uh, asked me if I'm okay. There's a sadness behind my voice this morning. It's not a sadness. It's sort it, it's a, it's a melancholy indeed. Cause I'm so, I'm just, I'm loving my life. It's so, I'm so, I'm so in love with what I, what I've sort of created here, even with all the downs and the highs and lows, it's just, it's an incredible life. And I just feel, I'm just super, super grateful today. Incredible. So to break it down real quick, receive what's out there, right? Receive what's right in front of you. It's always right in front of you. If you don't see it, it's because you're, it's because you're trying too hard because you're focused on the wrong thing. You receive what's out there in front of you. You make a decision. Do I want to deal with this? Do I not want to deal with this? Do I want to move forward? Do I want to take action? Do I want to forget about it? Do I want to walk away? Right? Make a decision. And then you let go of everything else that does not serve you. And I mean, let it freaking go, 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 go. Let your thoughts go that don't serve you. If you're sitting here right now stressing about paying your next bills, get it out of your mind and focus on how you can pay them. Not that you can't. What can I do to generate? Like, I promise you right now, if I, if, 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 if I needed 50K right now, I would find it in like two or three days from who knows where. And that's, and that's not because I'm a genius. It's because I know a lot of people who I can ask for help from, right? Hey, I need to make 50K. How can I do it? Okay, how about this? I'm going to sell this or buy that or get into this or get into that, maybe a fee or whatever. There's always a way. But if you don't believe there's a way and you're not certain in your ability to pull your genius in any given situation, you won't make it happen. So taking the first step is about getting help and making it happen for you so you could move forward on your own, so you could move forward and be more successful, so you can have the life that you've always dreamed of. Did I ever dream of this life? No, I couldn't have dreamt of this life. There's no way in hell in the, in the mobile home in central Pennsylvania when I was living there as a kid, 18 years old, getting ready to leave for the U.S. Army, could I have ever thought that I would have lived in seven countries, worked for celebrities, acted, sang, what all these things. I never in a million years could have dreamed this life. So what does that tell you? Your dreams are just the beginning. The dreams that you have about your life are just the beginning because once you get to those dreams, you'll have that foundation built of that certainty, of your identity, of your ability to deploy your genius. That will be the foundation of which you're going to launch the rest of your life. And that's where the book Humble Alpha puts you. I promise you, grab the damn book. Right? God, I could go on forever. But you know, I, I, I like this, um, this format where we have Q&A and, um, you know, like to hear from you guys and see what's going on. Ay, 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 ay. So what do you think? What do you think? Thank Steven. you, Dr. Pauline. Yes, ma'am. This is Ginny. I'll tell you what I think. <laughs> I want to be up there. I want to do a podcast with you. That's my <laughs> okay. I, I'm intentional. I wake up, up every day ready to, you know, when I own my business, I didn't see problems in front of me. I saw through them. Right. I did a mastermind. That changed my life. You have to be intentional yep. and you're right kiss keep it simple stupid and i think when <laughs> i get in this room 
I don't want to be in the audience. I want to be on the stage. I want to be the lead moderator. And I'm highly competitive. And I've, I've had to learn how to do things. I didn't, but I always knew what I wanted. And I don't understand. Because uh, I've talked to people too. And I'll say, you know, I've done this mastermind. You can do this. And they say, no, I can't do that. Well, hell, you can't. And I look at people in the audience listening to you with two minds saying, he's done that, he's, 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 but I'm here. And I'm, I'm here to tell you that I'm, it's not that way. You are who you are. And just be who you are because you can't be somebody else. Right. And why in the world? Would you allow somebody, you have been given a life. You're not sitting in the Ukraine. You're not being bombed. You're not, you've got things around you. You've got just, I don't see, I, in my head, my head doesn't understand why I can't do what I want to do. I yeah, can't. well, that's, that, know, that's the trick. That's the trick. That's the trick. And it yep. is, it is true. The universe the universe doesn't know if you want it or if you want it. The universe doesn't care because you manifest. You can't have, I can't do it and I can do it in my head at the same time. You just can't do it. You, you have to devote your life to you. It's like put on your oxygen first because if you yeah. don't save yourself. Well, you know? thank you, Jeannie. That's some and good I'm, words. I'm Love 84, it. so... There you wow. Go. <laughs> awesome. Read awesome. the bios. Amen. Thank you so much, Jenny. Thank you so much. Good All right. Anyone else add? Oh, go ahead. What was that? Good morning, Stephen. That's Linnell. How are you? Linnell Burns. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm well. Good to hear your voice this morning. Um, there's something that I that you said that resonated with me, and you said if you're in a room and you want to usher someone out of the door, it says more about you than it says about them. Yeah. And so, you know, we, we have, and then you also said what the room that you're in is your choice. So mm -hmm. you're choosing to be there. And it's so interesting because I think a lot of times we look at the problem more than we look at the solution. Right. And so if we're in a, in a situation that we don't like, who put ourselves there? It's us. Yeah. <laughs> right? We exactly. put ourselves in that situation. We made all of the decisions up until that point that has created the paradigm that we're living in in that moment. And at any time, we can decide to walk away from it. So just cool. wanted to uh, let you know that I, I enjoyed the segment but that really stuck out with me because it's not about the other person. It's about what's going on in us that makes us look at that person. In that exactly. I, I love it. I, I will it. see you tomorrow. Have a great day. And this is Linnell, the Soul Coach. I'll go ahead and meet my... The Soul Coach. <laughs> I love it. All right. Sorry, I'm making myself coffee, everybody. Hey, Stephen, uh, to, to yes, I'll sir. pop in real quick. You know, yes, sir. I, I, I think, you know, I, that that point resonated earlier as well, because you were you were piggybacking off of a quote. Um, right. right. But, you know, I, I don't I'm going to push back on that a little bit. 
um, you can't always leave the room. It's not always a room you chose to be in. You know, some of these folks are, are teammates. Some of these folks are employees. Some mm-hmm. of these folks are your leaders. Mm-hmm. I, I think we think that we can just simply leave the room, right? But but I think you said it. Um, you said that you have to be calm within yourself. Your frequency yeah. has to be higher than the problem. So I, I don't. I push back on the notion that, <laughs> that that you can just up and leave the room. I don't think. Uh, that's always the case, but you can raise your frequency to deal with the situation. And for me, um, like being in some of these rooms, these, these, these rooms that are very triggering. um, Yeah. You chose to be in that room on clubhouse, but in real life, you didn't always choose to be in the room, right? You can't always leave, but you can control uh, the vibration by raising your own temperature. And, and, And so I also will say, you know, I think a lot of us, Steven, um, are unable to start something that we want to do or accomplish things that, that we really want to commit to because we quit and we know that we have the ability to quit. Right. And so, you know, large things, people are like by, by reflex, my subconscious is like, I, I know I'm going to quit that. I know I'm going to quit that. And I'm only bringing that up because we talk a lot about coaches and mentors and the need for coaches and mentors. We're not just saying it because that's a theme here, guys. We're saying it because Stephen just said it. He's never started a business without a partner. That's accountability. That's accountability. Mentorship is about accountability, right? And so imagine this, everybody in the room, imagine this, that one thing that you really want to do that you've not done because you know that you have the capacity to quit. Imagine if you were connected with people who would not let you quit. They would hold your hands up. They won't let you quit. That's the power of a mentor and a coach. Stephen, love this conversation. Tia. There you go, brother. I love it. Well, um, you know, it, it, what, to your point of the pushback, I get it, and I love it. And uh, you're keeping it simple, which is great. Um, it depends how far back you go, brother. So it's my, it was my decision to take the job to be under that leader. It was my decision to stay in that job under that leader. It was my decision uh, to not to be asked to be transferred to another department or whatever it is. It's always a decision. Um, it, everything's a decision that we do. A decision to speak, a decision not to speak, a decision to move, not to move. Um, so it depends how far back you go. I get it. People are like, oh, I need the job. I need the money. Well, if you think that, then that's what it is. You know how many times I've walked away from a job with no, with no new job or I've walked away from a contract with no new contract? And I just say, okay, well, if I'm walking away, if I feel like I got to walk away, then I got to walk away. Otherwise, the new potential, the new, um, um, you know, experience, the new possibility will not show itself. It will not show itself unless I walk away or change or make the decision or step back or step up, whatever it is. If I'm not taking action, I won't see that possibility. I won't be able to receive what's already right in front of me because everything you need is right in front of you. I promise you, you just don't see it yet. So yeah, TM, amen, brother. I, I, I love it. I love the pushback. I, I love that we have, we can have this dialogue all the time. It's great, man. I really appreciate you, brother. All right. Anyone else? Any words, words of wisdom, anyone? Let's hear from, uh, Hey, Steven. Yes. Limitless Sigur here. So Hey, what's up? <laughs> How are you? All right. Great. Great to hear good, from you. Good, good, good. Listen, so, you know, we're doing um, the action steps from the book. 
Right. And, and from section one. So one of the things that's really interesting to me is that story about when you were in boot camp and your drill sergeant, <laughs> the experience with him and how going through that moment, you really had a shift in identity. You yeah. thought you had that when you entered the training for the green, the boot camp for the um, Green Beret, and then they were cutting your hair. But it was really in the moment that day with that experience with your drill sergeant that that shift happened. So hold that thought for a minute, right? Okay. So when it comes to identity and juxtaposing that with winning, reading the book where it talks about someone who's a winner, the identity of a winner versus the identity of someone who chase wins. Can you delve into that a little bit? And maybe you can reflect on this juxtaposition with when you assumed that identity that yeah. day. Right. Thank you. Right. Awesome. What a, what a, what a great, someone's reading the book. I um, am. Awesome. I am. Um, so yes, you are good stuff. Um, well, if to, just for clarification for everyone who doesn't know, she's talking about when I was in boot camp. Um, you know, uh, I was I wasn't very sure of myself. I, I wasn't very uh, likable to myself, and it was I was sort of uh, actually hated myself before I went to the army. And um, when I uh, when I got to boot camp, you know, went through all this stuff, and I was doing all right. We got to the obstacle course, and there was a wall in front of me. It was about seven feet high, leaning towards me, and no rope to get over it. And you had to jump over that 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 wall without a rope, and I couldn't do it. I, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't get over it. And uh, um, the drill sergeant threw me down, and you know, sort of called me every name in the book that you can imagine. And I just snapped. And I, with one failed swoop, I jumped up, grabbed the wall, and threw myself over. And I landed on the other side. It was like angels, like oh, you know, like I was. Oh my god, I just did that. What the heck? What the heck? How hell can that even be? And I thought, oh my god, that was me the whole time. That was me telling myself the whole time that I couldn't do it. Of course I can do it. And from that point on, I was a winner, right? So um, someone who chases wins is someone who's like, okay, oh, I need to win. Oh, I need to make that money. I need to make this one, da, 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 that kind of thing. A winner is someone who's always winning, no matter what. They're always winning. They're always seeing the wins. They're always feeling the wins. They're always tasting the wins. They're always winning, winning, winning. Winning for themselves, winning for the family, winning for, their, winning for those around them. Because it's that attitude. It's that belief. It's the certainty in your ability. Which, which I always talk about. It is so key that we understand that these aren't just words when we say you can do anything. You can literally do anything. Literally, actually, physically do anything you want to do. Someone might say, oh, you can't fly. The hell you can't. Get on an airplane. You're flying. Right? There's always a way. There's always a way. So thanks for that. That's awesome. I, I love that. I love that. Thank you so much. Stephen, can I say something to that? It's Melissa. Yes, Melissa, of course. I loved what you just said about the airplane. And I am so aligned with that. Like, I, I took a job knowing that I do have a fear of flying. And many people are like, well, why would you do that? Because why would I let it stop me from being able to help other people or to have the opportunities that you know, life is is giving us. If I allow that, I'm not going to be beaten by that. Um, so thanks. That was, uh, I, I just felt inspired cool. to share that as well. Back to you. Oh, thanks, Melissa. That was sweet. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's awesome. Rock and roll. All right. Do we have anything from the fabulous Jan? It's been a while since I've heard from you, Jan, either. 
Hi, I am definitely here. Um, I'm like you, you know, being reflective, you know, a couple of things um, happening around around my friends and uh, kind of, yeah, just um, kind of reflecting on various things. And, you know, uh, and as I was uh, going through these situations, I was uh, thinking of what you always say, you know, judge nothing. So, um, yeah, just hanging there, really. And, you know, I think, you know, one comment I would make, which I really um, like is, you know, uh, you know, what you said about receive, decide and let go. Mm-hmm. And I know that this sound, this may sound cold, but I know, um, you know, because you also emphasize uh, other things like gratitude. You, you talk about you right. know, starting your day with gratitude and love, right? So when you have these two kind of, uh, kind of uh, foundations and, uh, you know, I think, you know, those decisions that you make to kind of, uh, t- you know, tackle or, uh, or, you know, let go, then, you know, really would, um, you know, would become powerful decisions instead of kind of just cold clinical. So I think, um, uh, you know, uh, what you said about gratitude and love and the importance of that kind of really, um, you know, is the foundation of, you know, everything, every decision that we make really. So, um, mm. yeah. So also uh, I try to remember these two as well uh, as I, as my go, as I go through my day. So uh, thank you so much for being here. Really I uh, love the fact that you're back and uh, yeah, <laughs> looking forward to all of your segments going forward. Awesome. Jan, I, th- I think, I think you and I need to talk. You need to, you need to interpret everything that I say into your words and then we'll write a book. I love how you explain things. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> well, you're so good at, at, at deciphering what I mean. I love it. I love it. Hey, All Stephen. right. Kate. Yes, Hello. ma'am. Hello. So, how are you, I girl? I am awesome. Thank you. Um, mm. I love in the beginning, Stephen, when you were talking about, I forget where you were, maybe a hotel that you said you were walking around and, and people were like, they thought mm-hmm. you worked there. Mm -hmm. because you had this confidence. And I was laughing because it reminds me of when I, especially when we could go to tons of events, I would go to a lot of events and I would always kind of sneak my way into the speaker lounge because I always wanted to meet many of the speakers up on stage. And I never, I always was able to because I just walked in there like I owned the place. I was like, hey, I, I had no problem being like, Yep, I'm supposed to be here. And I think that so often when you were, t- when TM this morning was talking about permission, it's like, give yourself permission to be in the rooms that you're in because you yeah. deserve to be in every single room that you're in. Boom. I love that. You know, I, I do the same thing, Kate, but I do it at concerts, right? So I'll, I'll go up to the backstage security guard walking at a brisk pace and I'm going to just tap him on the shoulder and say, hey, man, you're doing a fantastic job. Thank you so much. And just keep walking right backstage. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I I'm gonna try that. That's even that's even more amazing. Like, hey, buddy, great uh, job. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're doing a fantastic job. Thank you so much. And just keep walking. It's it's it, it works every time. It's crazy. Um, but I do it. I do it. I've been backstage every concert I've ever been, ever been to, except maybe one or two. Um, yeah. And, and it's, some people may say that's arrogance. No, it's certainty in my abilities. That's it. My, it's, I'm certain. I'm certain that I'm, I'm I I belong there. So that's where I'm going done like you said give yourself permission to be in the rooms you belong to monica my cousin oh my god you guys are making me laugh so much and 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 what i thought of today Stephen, and thank you for your segment and so glad you're back as well um i thought of the moments in our lives when we don't ask for permission are some of the best ones we can look back on 
and yeah. go, man, look what I did. I was bold. I was, I took action. I didn't overthink. And you reminded me of a, a, an event I was at a few years ago. I went to an awards, uh, uh, what's it called? Like an awards show where musicians are given awards and, and so I was on the front row. My friend was emceeing the event. I was on the front row, and I was all dressed up because I was accompanying her. And I noticed that a lot of the um, the award recipients were not in attendance to receive their awards. And it's kind of a letdown when they announce a name and people start looking around and waiting for someone to come up. And it's, no, you didn't. it really impacts the energy no, you in didn't. the room. No, you yes, didn't. I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. So I said to my girlfriend I was sitting next to, and I said, I said, the next time that happens, I'm just going to get up and, and go make a speech. <laughs> I swear to God, it happened like five minutes later. I got up like, I don't even know. I was just like a woman possessed. I got up. I walked up the stairs. I looked awesome in my dress. And I accepted the award. I went up and I said, Lakota John could not be here tonight, but I came all the way from Atlanta <laughs> to accept this award. And I did an off-the-cuff speech for about 45 seconds about following your dreams and about making the music and letting the music out that's inside of you. And I held that, that trophy up, and I turned and walked backstage with it. And my girlfriend, who was emceeing the awards, looking at me like, what are you doing on stage? This is unbelievable. It was the best thing ever. That's and now so that cool. kid and I are friends. He's like a son to me. And, and it was one of the most empowering moments of my life. And I was like, when I got up, I knew I could do it. Like you said, I didn't, yeah. I just, I knew I was absolutely certain if I stand up in front of a group of a thousand people having no idea what I'm going to say, that I will kill it. And that is the spirit that you're bringing to this room today. So thank you. Awesome. I love that. That's so, that's such a, a coon trait, what you just did there. I love that, man. That is so awesome. My cousin, ladies and gentlemen. Proud I guess you two are related. <laughs> we certainly are. Yeah, well, you know, what you do when you show up like that, um, you're certain of your abilities. So you just, you download from the alternative space or the space between uh, everything that's out there or the infinite wisdom. We just tap into that and then off it goes, you know, out it comes. That's the, that's the beauty about certainty is it allows you to tap into the world around you in any situation, it's incredible. You always know what to say. You always know how to say. It. You always know how to how to stop talking or when to stop talking or when the impact point is made. Incredible, man. Good stuff, Monica. All right, we got a couple more minutes here before we take. I got like four minutes, so let's hear it. If you got anything, let's hear it. What about uh, William? You out there? You want something? To, you want to add something, brother? If you're still there. No. Sir, I still am. I just finished my uh, time at the gym. I'm heading home for uh, my basic daily routine, my BDR changeover. But everything you said, uh, Stephen, it really resonated with me. And I really appreciate everything that uh, you're helping us with the group, uh, Unleash Your Humble Alpha. And I'm so glad that uh, I got connected with you because it's getting me back to where I need to be to uh, to influence others. And everything you said, it it really resonated. And the two words that really resonate with me for my my uh my moniker is an able growth and what you do and what you say helps us and everybody in the room enable growth to impact and make a difference in others so thank you so much Stephen. enable growth i love it i love it and this is ladies this for everyone who doesn't know william william did 32 years in the marines reached the highest rank you can reach in the non-commissioned officers corps 
Um, that's coming from a guy who's been there and done that. So, um, and if you can take anything, any, if you want to talk about humility, let's talk, let's talk about William. So thank Thank you so much, brother. Um, I guess that's it for today. We got a couple minutes. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Oh, it's Mary Lynn. No, I was just going to add just, um, you know, and you can feel the difference in your body too. When I walk into a room and I'm feeling confident and I got a song in my head and I control the energy in the room and, you know, people ask me like they do you, you know, whatever the occasion is, you feel it. And then those times you doubt yourself and you don't get that same response and you don't feel that same energy. You're almost like struggling to get out of your own body. So it's just, you can, you just, I was just uh, concurring with you that you really can feel the difference in your body too, when you're in that zone and when you're not, and obviously one feels way better than the other. That was just my shit. No, it's great. It, that 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 means you're very aware, and, and when you're aware of that, that means you can like, for instance, if if I'm going into a meeting or something and I'm not in that space, I won't go into the meeting until I'm in that space. Period. Period. If I'm going to an event and I'm not in that space, I'm not going into that event until I'm in that space. Period. Simple as that, right? And once you do that so often, then you just you just stay in that space. That's that's where the power lies. What about Justin Konikov? I haven't heard from him in a while. What's going on, brother? You there? You busy? Probably closing some multi-million-dollar real estate. I'm in the mi- <laughs> no, not at all, man. I'm in the middle of a conditioning workout, but you caught me just as I was ending the last mm. session. Interesting. Um, yesterday, actually, my wife and I sat down, and we took all of our businesses and, and deconstructed them very, very simply, and said, you know, what do we want these to be in the future? And we completely changed the direction. I'll be very transparent with it. You know, I, I run the real estate brokerage. We do a ton of business there. That's my primary skill set. I'm a black belt at that, right? I use content creation to get there. So now I've become a bridge between real estate and media. So we have this production company. We do content creation for small, medium businesses by referral only because I don't need any more clients. I don't want to be in another service-based business. What I realized yesterday in our conversations by being very transparent with what we want was I'm a bridge. Right? So I'm more of in the education technology space when it comes to media than I am in the service provider space. But the opportunity there is the referral and affiliate business that comes from that. I can have my core content creation team, my core production company, but there's nothing that prevents me from linking somebody up with somebody in Texas or Florida or even from a global perspective. So the business can be much bigger than I thought it was. But if I wasn't willing to deconstruct my ego and myself, I wouldn't realize that I had a bigger potential business than I thought. Um, so you, you do have to do that work. And like I always say, brother, your segments are a mirror, right? I think if people are actually listening and willing to look in the mirror, there's so much value to be gained. So I appreciate you. Uh, thanks so much, brother. Man, we'll end it right there, I guess. Um, was there someone else real quick? Steven, no. this is Dr. Steven. Colleen. Colleen, you can go for it, no worries. Okay, thanks. Hey, Steven, so glad you're here. I had other plans <laughs> and I, I logged on and saw Stevie Coons talk and I jumped right in the room. So good to hear you. First of all, sending love and light as you're making these various transitions, navigations in your life. Thanks for all that you always impart to us. Um, just love the reminders about showing up, you know, co- consistently in a, in a certain way, because then really you can do 
you know, anything you want to do and be where you need to be. I noticed this many years ago when I started going into uh, various churches, uh, small, big, little, whether I, I, but I oh, because I want to be central, hearing and receiving the came a thing. So wherever I am, they just usher me up to the front. And, <clears throat> you know, well, in a way, something okay. I've been working on wherever I am. No Wonderful. Hey, thank you so much for your comments. I appreciate that. Um, and it's great to hear that I, I pulled you into the room today. So thank you for that. We are out of time. I don't want to take up Jeremy's, uh, our, our next uh, presenter. I don't want to take up his time. Jeremy Burwright is coming on stage right now. He just put his link up there. Thank you, everyone, for uh, joining me today. Um, as you know, this is something that's close to my heart. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing it. Um, and I appreciate everyone who's uh, contributed to everything that, that I've been doing. You've all made a difference in my life. Uh, and I really appreciate that. So, Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.